For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling pop culture and that oh so naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of grass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You are tuned in to the IndyCast. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndieCast. Chad Allen, Shelly Allen here, an Allen After Dark episode, uh, which will probably not be as risque as last week's Allen After Dark episode. Um, Yikes. Thank you all for those of you that came to listen to it. I was actually pleasantly surprised at how many listens we had on that episode as of as of this week. I'm so uh, much trouble. Yeah, that's, apparently it works for listenership, though, so we need to keep it up. So. Great. Uh, this week, everybody, uh, we are going to be talking Punk Pro Wrestling. Punk Pro has a show coming up <gasps> this Sunday. Uh, a Grave Affair, and there is uh, a lot of things coming out about that that we want to talk about. Uh, including, we've got some, uh, I've got the note on what some of the matches are going to be. I mean, they've announced some of them, but I've okay. got a good look at the whole card. Some announcements on people who may not be there after all. Okay. And uh, one particular young lady who told us to go hug ourselves. Yay! So, uh, we would talk all about that. Actually, let's start with the uh, with the go hug yourself uh, situation. One, Izzy, who won the... Internet title at the last show that we were both that. Yes, yes, we um, uh, Was looking for uh, where her challenger was, uh, even a few weeks out, wondering that Punk Pro was announcing a bunch of matches, uh, but hadn't announced a match for her yet. Um, and she came to the conclusion that uh, everybody was afraid to fight her. Uh, and in one promo that she cut, basically said that uh, she basically called out everybody for being worried about what the internet wrestling community might say about them if they fought her, uh, and that how their careers would be over if they lost to a little girl. Uh, so she, she was bringing some fire on a couple of yeah. these promos. Yeah, she was. Um, and then promptly uh, in her next promo uh, said that uh, we can all basically go hug ourselves that uh, she isn't going to waste her time for this. She has bigger and better titles to win. And then promptly throw a belt in the recycling bin, um, which is very sweet of her because she's not only getting rid of our belt, apparently, but she's also thinking of the planet. And yeah. I thought that was an important thing. So I, I think what she was saying is shape up, get a better belt. and uh, That belt is wonderful. How dare you? You know, do you know, the, saying... you know what the internet, the internet title is going to say on Twitter now that you, that you, said that it's an ugly belt, you're going to hurt the title's feelings. Is, is it going to say something to yes, you? Yes, the, the internet title has its own Twitter page. I, I know. We are still talking about an object. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. This is also like every one of our friends whose cats have an Instagram page <laughs> or a Twitter or a Facebook. Calm your teas. I get your pets are cute. No. Take uh, pictures of them. Uh, Stop giving them their own accounts. They gonna, can't talk. I'm only going to come one T. The other T is a party T. <laughs> the other T is just going to keep it going. I'm just saying, calm it down. And uh, I have to be the voice of reason in this moment. How about... Did you, did you listen to last week's episode? I don't know if that's the case. I am always the voice of reason around here. My reason is fun. And just because you're mad, because your reason is less fun, or your inner child's uh, an adult, don't be mad at me. 
But s- speaking of young girls, we do indeed what? raise some. Oh, okay. And I was wondering where you're going with that for a second. Calm down, my segue makes sense. This is getting creepy. You you keep it keep it down. <laughs> I'm giving you the Mickey point. You keep it down. <laughs> with two fingers. With two fingers. Um For those of you that don't know, if you go to Disney World and they give you directions, they have to point with two fingers because in some countries pointing with one finger is considered rude. It's insulting. It's insulting in any culture. Let's be for real. The two the two finger is much better. It's much clearer. It's cool. Anyway, stop sidetracking me. We raise little mini tyrants, and they talk a lot of smack. They talk smack all day. I think this wonderful hugging child can talk smack all day (laughs) until someone puts her to the test. Just air. Just air. I don't know. I don't think... I'm 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 solely on Team Effie. And I feel like he won that match. I feel like it was unfair. He was handicapped. There were there were two human beings on the other side, and just one on his side. And I just feel like Boo Boo poop on her. So <laughs> she can talk all the smack she wants. She has better things to do. Like our internet title is not enough. It's enough to keep you warm at night. So I don't know. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I think it'll move on and find someone better. And uh, we'll keep him rolling. Uh, she can hug a tree. Ah. <laughs> you can hug a tree. <laughs> Look. That's wonderful. Well, um, I can say uh, for the show Grave Affair, and I'm pretty sure this has been announced. I don't think I'm spoiling anything on this one here. Um, there is going to be a Battle Royal, uh, which will be our main event for the show. Shocker. Uh, I don't know why that's a shocker. It could have been a tournament. could have been a... Could have gone many different ways. Could have handed the belt right back to Effie. I mean, that uh, was a possibility. Uh, Effie versus Leva could have been a thing. To, when does to, that happen? In the wild world of wrestling, when someone goes, I don't want this belt no more, there's a tourney. There's just a yeah. big old, let's get in the ring and everybody fight. I'm good with a good old-fashioned brawl. All right, well, so, then you'll love this. Uh, yeah. I don't, And I don't have a full list of who's going to be in the Battle Royal. Uh, it sounds like it'll be probably pretty much everybody that might already be there on the show, plus maybe some surprises. I don't know. But okay. uh, the winner of this will walk out as the uh, Wrestling Nerds Internet Champion. So Fantastic. We no. we have to gloss it up, give it a nice shine. Put on new duct tape. Yeah, to, uh, you know. To remove, uh, I guess Izzy had put on duct tape with her name on it, so now we'll have to replace that. We'll have what to go a budget. To, we'll have to go and yeah, we have to go and find some duct tape in the back of the uh, in the back of the Gulf View Square event. Well, center. calm down. So, I'm not investigating any of those stories. Uh, okay. I think I'm going to send a wonderful kid back there to go grab us some duct tape and bring it forth. Like I hope what the food is like. Like they just magically reappear with food I didn't know could be cooked in this establishment. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, full kitchen back there. Yeah, you know. So, um, magic. uh, I can also tell you, uh, and we'll go over some of the things I know have been announced on the show already. The dynasty is doing their dynasty open challenge again. Uh, so that should be very interesting to see is, who they're, who they're is facing. Someone, is someone going to get hit in the head again? Possibly. I'm just saying. Distinct possibility. That was awesome last time. So I, 
I like the swerves. So. Uh, as of right now, Aspen Rose uh, is actually going to have an announced match that will actually possibly stay that way. Because uh, <laughs> the last few times it hasn't. Uh, she is fighting a, a one Kyleen King, uh, okay. who I am not familiar with. But I can't say that I know this young lady I either. do know that she uh, she carries a bunny. Like a stuffed bunny, not a real bunny. That would be that I was would like, be weird. I'm sorry, are we about to have a George moment? Yeah, like, it could I, be. I like mice. Wow. <laughs> That's right, wow. I've read a book. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know if some of our audience has. That's why you might have well, gone over the list. It is not on the Florida reading list, now that we raise little children. <laughs> I just want us to know. Yikes! <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta throw that one in. Uh, there is a uh, Get Your Shit In qualifier match that will be on that show, because we gotta have a Get Your Shit In match on there. Alright. Uh, that will include uh, Justin Black's. Uh, okay. who we definitely are a fan of. Yes. Uh, Carlos Gabriel is going to be a part of that. And the one that I'm very excited about, uh, Hunter Law coming back from injury. Oh, my goodness. Will be will be in that match. So does I'm very it, does excited Does he need a helmet? Uh, well, it was his knee, not his, not his head. So, so that, I just really want to give him a helmet. Apparently. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what, what I'm. I'm on. I'm on special sauce today. I, I don't, don't know what friend whew. of the IndyCast Hunter Law did to deserve that. I don't but, know. Uh, Eddie Torres, uh, in his uh, Punk Road debut, will be facing off against uh, one of your yours and Luna's favorite, uh, one Mr. Drennan. Woo-hoo! Would you like to s- sing the praises of Drennan, honey? This is your look. That kid's about to get demolished. I just woo, Brennan. We can me and Luna can probably watch him. Do anything, and it would be exciting for us. I, I bet it would be. Clap, clap, clap. Bing, Bing bong. bong. <laughs> uh, there is going to be a, a special tag match where uh, Jonathan Wolf, the current Get Your Shit In champion, that is right, uh, will get to pick a dream partner of his and take on another uh, show favorite, uh, one Mr. Troy Hollywood. Well, you know how much I love him. And uh, a dream partner of his. We do not know who said dream partner. Who can are. we debate who these people could you be? You sure can. Who? I've got a pretty good guess on Jonathan Wolf. So that's that one. Really? Well, Jonathan Wolf normally tags teams with, with uh, one Sean Kemp, who's going to be on the show as well as uh, IFHY. Yeah. Uh, they're both going to be there. I am hard-pressed to believe that IFHY just doesn't team up. Now, Touché. they could surprise me, but that, that's my guess. Okay. Um, now, Troy... That's a whole nother story. Oh my goodness, there's so many people Troy could pick. There's like right. a a litany. Now, I have to say, dang, there's like so many people I'd like to put him with, but... A bing bong, first off. <laughs> I mean, he is dreamy, but, oh, I don't know. Oh, there's so many people. I would like this moment to be an intergender. I would love okay. it if one of the young ladies in the back came out. Um. I don't know. I don't know who, but I feel like a, a young lady would be amazing. I do know that uh, uh, Mr. Hollywood and uh, one Catalina from the Dynasty both are trained by the uh, the same person. They're both coming from... Um, well, I don't know. Catalina might be under contract. Isn't that how ba- baseball players work? They're under contract, I don't know. Right? We'd have to ask Coach Kidd that one. Yeah. I don't know if Coach is letting, does... her, out of, letting her out. Uh, I feel like she's going to... She might have some work to do that day. I don't know, but she would not. She would also be fun. I feel like we need another young lady who might be a high flyer. So, like someone who likes who likes to maybe jump off high things um, would be cool. Who do you, who do you have in mind? I don't know. I feel like a nice petite one. Um, 
Oh, there's so many. There's not a lot of awesome Kong-style wrestlers out there anymore, though. Ladies wrestlers, though, nowadays. It's... I know. It's a little disappointing. I'm going to bring back the of... big woman. You know what? That's, that is kind of funny. More, I, I more kind of big agree. women. Who are some of the big women that are on, like, the indie scene right now? I mean, and, like, I know, like, in WWE, we can talk about, like, Nia Jax, who is probably the queen of that. But who are the... Who are the big women on the... There's, like, one on each main show. So there's, like, one on SmackDown, and there's one on Raw, and that's it. It's like, we can't have more than one. It's even tough. Even in our beloved Shine, there are not two big women. There's kind of... I'm trying to think, who is it? Who is... Uh, Jennifer Muscles mm-hmm. was on the last Shine show. I would consider her... But see, that's not necessarily what we're talking about. That's like yeah. that's like a strong. That's like the same reason I right. wouldn't necessarily count like Jordan Grace as a okay because she was coming to mind. But so. she's but again, that's that's more of a strength thing than like just right. a pure size situation. I'm telling uh, you, the big like we've been shunned. It's like but, when you go to the doctor and you're fat, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we need y'all to slim up." Though, by the way, just I'm briefly sad. on that, when Jordan Grace just got signed to a two-year contract to uh, Impact, I'm Ooh. very, I'm very proud of that. So cool beans. Uh, and by the way, Jordan Grace, if you're somehow listening, I still want you to be on the show, please. Hey, anytime. Uh, please reply um, back at Indiecast on your Twitter machine. Shameless. Yep. <laughs> so, but I no, just, who, yeah, no, that's that's, that's a great question. Who are the? Because like. Some big power women. I need some, like, you could also maybe be a linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. You feel me? Like, uh, I need, I need some swole chicks who wreck so, shop. Kong, um, Jessica Havoc. Havoc? Was probably, but I, I, I mean, I know she's still out there. I just haven't seen as much of her recently. Maybe just because we haven't seen as much of her here in Florida. Right. Um... I just think that this particular style of of women's wrestling has gone by the wayside, and I need to bring why, it back. There can't just be that? one. There can't just be one. I feel like... Is it like a Highlander? There can be only one? Maybe. I think that... Because, because the opposite isn't true. You can have a roster full of big men, and no one says a thing. Right. You could have all powerbomb big dudes. You're kidding? That was called WWF in the, <laughs> right. in the early 80s. All of them just big, <laughs> ginormous human beings. Bundy, Stud, Andre. Yeah, we could yeah. go on for days on that one. But later, when but... it comes to power women, we haven't quite gotten there yet. I don't know if... I feel like back in the day, they pulled bodybuilders. For, as wrestlers, and now we don't as much. So I feel like maybe we're missing the sports model power lifter. Uh, there's a huge swell of women who are doing power lifting right. and, and CrossFit. I feel like there's got to be... Those chicks are out there. We just need to train them and throw them in. Well, but, see, but, but then again, if we're going into the power lifting side of thing, again, I, I refer back to, like again, Jordan Grace, who is, a, who is a power right. lifter. Which is why but, she came to mind, but she, you're right, it's a slightly different category. But I'm looking more for, like, the... Who is the... And, and again, Awesome Kong is the one I keep I coming know. back to. I think who only because the, she's my faves. So, well, no, we've seen she, a lot of her. She is the prime example of, like, a... Um, almost big Van Vader-ish yeah. type of setup in a female wrestler, and I just don't know I don't know who that is anymore. I want to see some top rope leg leg drops of doom. I want to see some, like, smother tactics. You know what I mean? Like, I just, oh, I hmm. miss it. I miss it so much. 
if you're listening, anybody's at IndieCast on Twitter or find us on any social media, if we're missing somebody, right. let, let us know. If there's I'd an be indie. I'm very interested to see who we're missing on the indie scene, mind Exactly. You. Don't indie. bring up Nia Jax. We know right, about Nia. We know her. Don't bring up Tamina. <laughs> right. Who I don't think counts in this, in this situation. Might be in the classification with Miss Grace. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, she was closer to what we were talking about for a while there mm-hmm. before Nia Jax debuted. Then Nia Jax definitely took over kind of what we're, what we're talking about I just about feel here. like, and then they split them, they're not on the same show. Well, correctly so, so, because it's almost the same booking. So do you really, like... But why are there only two? They're out there. Those scouts are out there every day. We can't, This can't be it. I feel like there's somebody, and I, you know where they are, Chad? Because I feel like... The European wrestling, British wrestling, a lot more of, of, of when we had the women's tournament and we had women come over from other countries, we had a, a, a few more bigger ladies come over. Maybe they're there. But even then, I can only think of, like, there was um, Alpha Female. Right. Who was in the, the first um, Mae Young tournament. Mm-hmm. Who was more that power lifter type situation. She was more your, like... And I and, and take my myself a female's a much better talent than this, so <laughs> I apologize in advance for this comparison. But it's the one I could think of, is kind of like the Sid Vicious type scenario where she's big, imposing, strong, uh, but like there's a difference between like a Sid back in the day versus like, like I said, the the picture for the guys I'm picturing is like a Vader, a uh-huh. Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, you know, a King Kong Bundy. Uh, okay, Bundy, I feel like um, Bundy is a much better like if yeah okay but I see what you mean when you if you big, compared Bundy to you know, Sid then monster yeah, I get bruising type of like yeah you know, brawler type and character which like missing. I said which is which was awesome who's still talented as all hell don't get me wrong I again know. but that is very interesting of why that's become a missing thing lately and you know what can we do where did those to bring it to bring it forward right you know i i'm gonna have to think on that we might have to get some more input are we ruined by the idea that like the sex appeal thing has to sell so much though i wonder if maybe that's part of the problem with it we have to be in the years where that's passing right we're not doing just bra and panty matches anymore we want to hope we're moving slowly past it right like and i thought in the indies this this progression is considerably faster than the than the guys on TV. All the all the companies on TV slower to move out hotness like hotness over substance. Right. There's still a lot of hotness, which is fine. But I have to say substance has come along. True. So it's just a slow progression. We just got to keep moving less divas more female wrestlers. And the thing you is, I think, I mean? and like that's and, happening. And I think in the independent scene and, and even in WWE nowadays, the idea of the diva versus the independent wrestler is definitely the end the, the wrestler side has definitely been winning lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, shine shimmer, um, right. uh, WSU, like all these great women's companies that are out there exactly. that are, you know, showing, uh, or even black craft, um, mm-hmm. has an excellent, has an excellent women's women. setup. Um, are using women wrestling now 
I, I guess for lack of a better term, correctly. Like you said, we're away from the bra and panty thing, the mud matches. The, right. Like, Tori Wilson isn't making, you know, a major wrestling appearance anytime real soon, other than as like a, oh, hey, you know, remember her? Yeah. Type of situation. But. I feel um, like, I feel like we're moving in the right direction. This might be an area where we have, like, growth opportunities. Right. I just think it's it's a little disappointing because it's such a disparaging when you compare it to the men. So, but like, there's just such a vast category of men who are, like, big, a little smaller, a little bit more agile, not, like, there's a wonderful wealth of of different lanes that they can go in that True. women don't seem to have the same ability to. So I just think there is a stigma for them. Right. And and larger women have to fight it. I think Nia Jax talks about this a lot. That, like, when she's not in ring, she's got to be cute. And they got to work really hard on that. And it's a little unfair. Because she's I mean, so... T- she's very talented. Right. And she's a former you know, women's model, too. Right. Though, so, I mean, so, like, still does it. So. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure she still takes pictures for money. So, that happens in, in all wrestling situations. So, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little torn. Because I feel like we've moved so far. Yet, there's so many areas I feel like women could still grow in. This is definitely a passion of mine. So, I know that I'm on the soapbox about yeah. it. But, like, it's a big deal for me. Though, admittedly, and I'm trying to think about it as well, the era of the big guy wrestlers has kind of gone by the... It's starting to come back a little bit more for the guys. Right. Um, Barrington Hughes being, you know, former right. guest of the Indicats being a great example of, you know, that kind of big guy. And again, talented Very as hell. Very talented. Um, Falaba in Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling is a, you know, is a big guy wrestler. But there, it's definitely not to the level it used to be like said back in the 80s and 90s with with some of the guys that we had mentioned earlier i mean there's Um, the wyatt family all these guys are big big boot guy wrestler like big guy wrestlers they're they're definitely wrestling in the in that in that fashion true i just i there's so many though right you can make a whole you can make a six man you can make an eight man like you're pushing it a little bit when you go farther and farther but like there's plenty Man, we are having a hard time, and we have an, and you at least have an unnatural amount of wrestling knowledge in your noggin. Right. So, it's tough. It's tough. So, I hope that we get a few write-ins. Please tell us about your favorite women wrestlers in general. Uh, it's a passion of mine. I could talk about it for hours. So, I love women's wrestling. I'd like to see it move forward. This is an area where I really wish... We could have some more filling. Same thing with women's tag team. You know that's also Ooh. true. That there's these are two areas. Enough, um... There's these are two areas that I'm. Oh, we got to move forward with this. Like, don't just keep putting two chicks together. Like, two independent wrestlers are great. You can tag them up for a while. They can become a great tag team. Right. But I would like us to develop better tag teams in true. all things, in men's and women's wrestling. I feel like the tag. The era of, like, supremely talented, only tag team wrestling right. is still, like, ugh, it's floundering. So sometimes it's real tough. I think this is one of those areas I wish women's tagging was better, was just a little bit more designed. But I guess would the problem fall in that instance that they're, 
they constantly make stables versus true ta- like tag teams. Like it's just me and her. You know what I mean? Or it, that's it. I don't want it to be a valet and a wrestler, or I don't want it to be like. Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. always like a a stable now. Now right. that's all we make in women's wrestling. We make you know heel and face stables, and then they fight right at nausea. Right. So. Oh, let's make some strong tags. Let's make a tag, a woman's tag division that doesn't have to mess with your stable idea. Right. We got enough women. It's They're out there. Just train them and let's go. Train them good. Don't half-ass it. Because I see that a lot too. A lot of women get half-ass training. They're not told to stick at it as long. Oh, you learned enough. Eh, go out there and make some pictures. Make some money. It becomes very quickly that they don't continuously train hard. Mm. Um, I know in our independent scene, we see that a lot. That they trained for a few years. And then, I don't know, you're, I've never known anyone to have done, put in a year or two and become masters. I don't, that's not how most things work. Right. So, I feel like sometimes they become stagnant. And their gimmick becomes more important than they're wrestling. But is, so, okay, so good point on that one. Is gimmick more of the situation? You're probably right on that one. Um, but isn't wrestling also a lot of, you know, as you and me have heard many times in our shoot jobs, OJT, on-the-job training. I wonder if that's not kind of part of what we're dealing with here. Is there's only so much you could learn no, in, no. A, in a school before you got to go out there and just kind of find what works. I believe I I believe I'm going to quote my man Bob. You got to do the drives. You got to put in the work. You got to go and and state. It doesn't matter how much. Maybe because I come from a martial arts mindset, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're already a black belt. True. You would continue training. True. And there's something in the teaching when you get to that point. Do you see what I mean? So like. You learn more as you continue to grow in your knowledge of the sport, of the craft, of in-ring working. Just because you learned in one school doesn't mean, hey, take classes in another school, more seminars, more more everything. Just like if you went to a shoot job and they make you learn your craft and then they give you more training more certifications, whatever level of thing you do, you're going to learn more. That's the case here. Okay. Yeah, and that's and that's a good and that is a good point on that. That's So, yeah. I just think that because I get it, we're all we all need to make cash, right? We all we all have to to eat, live, continue Training doesn't pay for itself. Right. I get it. You got to go work, which is what you should do. But then keep training. Keep learning. Go to a different style than the style of wrestling you do. Learn lucha moves. Learn something else. Continue getting better. Go backwards. Learn your roots. Learn all of the things that came before you. Find out what's happening on different coasts. Different areas of wrestling. What's the Australian wrestling scene like? Learn it. Figure it out. It's your job. It's not like, it's not like a, I mean, if it's a hobby, cool. But 
Don't treat it that way. Right. Treat it like a job. If you treat anything like a job, you'll learn more in it. You'll invest your passion, your spoons, whatever, you know, metaphor you want to use here. You'll put it towards your craft. That'll make us all better wrestlers, better wrestling fans. The more I learn about wrestling, the better fan I am. All of it. Now, let me pause on that one there. So, the more you learn about wrestling, the better fan you are. I question the validity of that. And the reason why is um, I get concerned some days that we as wrestling fans start to learn so much about the sport itself that I think there is a certain point where the knowledge becomes too much and that's what turns us into these jaded smarts that end up showing up at a lot of, you know, WWE shows and things like that. Um, I hear you. So, so maybe is not learning as much as a fan. I don't think that these two learnings are equivalent. Okay. I'm not saying necessarily go out and read all the cheat sheets. Don't read all the dirt pages. You don't necessarily need to know all the background of a person. But learning wrestling that came before, watch older wrestling. Okay. That's it. That's all. As a fan, let's be for real. I know how old I am. Okay. We're not going to say it out loud. But let's say I was born in the 80s. You know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe the early ones. Anyway. I haven't seen wrestling before the 90s. Do you know what I mean? I had to go back and want to invest in earlier and earlier wrestling. Okay. As I go generationally backwards, I've learned more and more about the craft. I don't necessarily long for all of those times. I'm not a tea partier. You feel me? Like, I don't need it to go backwards to the 50s or 60s. Uh, That wasn't the best equality years. Let's be for real. So, fast forwarding, what I have learned is that people lived their gimmick. They lived the life. They spent more time living living in the world of wrestling versus how much we have to maybe focus on other things. Right. They could focus on being a wrestler instead of focusing on, on their social media craft. Do you right. see what I mean? So, like, I feel like we spent a lot of time on how to build a brand and maybe more time on let's let's learn the fundamentals of what you're doing because essentially i'm concerned as a as a more educated fan i like seeing new moves mixed with old moves i like someone bringing back you know a different style of wrestling i like when they give a nod to a gimmick i haven't seen in a really long time um i appreciate the irony sometimes so Give me the subtle. Give me give me a, a throwback, you know. I'm I'm a, all about a pointed boot, you know what I mean? But if you don't know where that came from or why it's important or who else did it other than Iron Sheik, then you have nowhere to go. All right. So I just feel like if we became better, if you learn more, if you're more learned learned, you will do better. I think in life, if we learned more history, more stuff, if you if you look backwards, it'll help you move forward. Mm. That's what I think. I think some wrestlers now are like, eh, those guys. We know how to do it. 
and keep plowing forward a little blindly. Know what came before you. It's embarrassing if you repeat a gimmick that's been done fairly often, over and over and over again. What do we call them? A creator wrestler, yeah. right? Because that's just, ah, I, I just came up with the same old thing. Well, then go back. If you have no idea for a gimmick, go back. You can go back to the, the 40s and 50s of wrestling. Pull that kind of gimmick. See how it goes. Try something. But if you don't, if you haven't studied a thing, then where are you going to go with it? It's just my thought. You can't be a great chef unless you've learned classic techniques, whether or not you're going to be a super fusion chef. You got to learn the fundamentals better. And sometimes I think that needs to get done. You got to put up the ring. You got to take it down. You got to move it in and out. You got to grunt it out. There's a reason that apprenticeship is what this is based after. I think we get away from that because we're all now in the 21st century in our own self bubbles that we don't remember what it's like to really apprentice to put in all the grunt work. I think that's what a lot of the older wrestlers are trying to impart. Right. And sometimes we're deaf to it or we think we've recreated the wheel. You didn't. It's not new. So like, Know it, live it a little. And I think that's where we go wrong with some of our younger wrestlers. Hmm. It's younger people in general, I think, sometimes forget that this this isn't new. No war is new. No thing is new. None of this is new. So So fine-tune it. Get it right. Work at it. Make it your thing. And go with it. Someone out there hear me make some tag teams <laughs> <laughs> that's what this rant was about so make some tag teams preferably the two women yes hopefully at least one of them is a big girl yes <laughs> that's it i just i just want it so bad you don't this is like i know that i'm probably spoiling some of my our later episodes but like oh i want it <laughs> so maybe i'll actually write some of our later episodes this year <laughs> Well, honey, to, to segue back slightly, uh, sure. and here's how I'll do this. Uh, speaking of things you want, um, <laughs> I do have one brief announcement here that will make you sad. Uh, Don't do this that. was some other news that I had gotten recently about this one. So breaking news, I won't break out the breaking news sound effect on this Thank one. Thank you. Zach, if you want to edit it in right now, though, go ahead. Um, but uh, it has been, an, I don't think it's been officially announced. I think I'm breaking this. Uh, John Davis... Uh, Speaking of the things you want, John Davis um, mm-hmm. uh, is stated that he is not going to appear for Punk Pro this Sunday uh, because he has basically said that anybody other than Trip Cassidy is beneath him now. It's a waste of his time. He will not show up until he gets the opportunity to fight Trip Cassidy for the Punk Pro title. Uh, so his match with Gabe Zilla, which was scheduled as like a big hoss battle. Uh, it sounds like it's off. I don't know what uh, what Gabe Zilla will be doing on the show. I'm hoping maybe be part of the Battle Royal. Hopefully. Um, and will be a very difficult person to get out of said Battle Royal. Um, but, <laughs> also uh, true. Thoughts on John Davis going, it's Trip Cassidy or nobody? Twofold. First, I miss me some John. I I need to see him more often. <laughs> okay? And maybe not through, like, windows. <laughs> so... 
Maybe not through the binoculars or video camera you have going. Binoculars? It's 2018, bro. <laughs> like, really? There are drones now. Um, so I don't even have to be nearby. I could be 100 yards away. See? Well, that is what the, that is what the, the court order says. So, <laughs> so I'm just keeping it classy. Uh, the hotness factor of the show has dropped a little for me. I'm just saying. Uh, oh man, Jordan's got to bring it. So sad face for that. You know how much I like hugging Mr. Davis. Mm. I will be sad, but he does have a point. Uh, let's be for real. He's bringing it. He's been bringing it every show. He deserves the title or nothing. I would also not wrestle mediocre. I'm I'm a dime piece. I'm not I'm not wasting my time on nickels. You feel me? That's boo. Boo. I hear you. Yeah, that's right. TI lyrics over here. Calm down. I know you don't maybe know them. Your whiteness is showing. But yeah. No mediocre. Well, there you go. I'm it's, sorry. I don't. T- yeah. Ti lyrics. Yeah, you definitely lost me on the Ti lyrics. So. For real, that one's that one's pretty obvious. Uh, that one's on the radio. So yeah. Ugh. Is it on the Is it on the the Disney Channel I play off of Spotify that our daughters listen to? That's... Just sad. Hmm. Just just sad. Um. Yeah. I don't. What do you, you you got? Nothing. I don't. I don't hear you. I don't hear you coming up with anything. I'm waiting for to you to finish ranting. <laughs> I'm not. Ranting. That was it. You've been ranting for 20 minutes of the show. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm bringing all the talking. That's that's what's happening in this podcast, sir. (laughs) Uh, I I am disappointed that that John will not be on the show. Uh, Obviously, not for the exact same situation. You tend to like John Davis, but uh, you'll find him masculinely dreamy. He is dreamy. I won't lie about that. But that's not necessarily. I I like to see him beat people up, and I thought the. uh, the idea of putting up against Gabe Zilla was going to be an interesting battle, but uh, I can understand his point on that one, considering he went through, you know, three of the probably the top talents on the independent scene last show. Yeah. Um, even though he didn't beat um, Warhorse Jake Parnell, uh, let's be honest, he was beating him pretty soundly up until a bit of a surprise, uh, yeah. surprise uh, ending there. So I'm just saying, um, he put in work last show. Yeah. He put in a lot of work. So. I feel like, eh, bring it. Uh, the person I would be most worried uh, worried for in this instance, though, is the fact that he is basically stalking Trip Cassidy now. Do you, do we have a counterpoint to how Trip feels? We now know what uh, how John I, feels. I'm sure Trip is like bring on bring on the fight. Uh, Trip is definitely not one to back away from a from a battle and even against somebody like John Davis, who he's fought before, right. but also lost to before. So, uh, you know, I guess I have to question, you know, you, you went in with one battle plan last time you fought him. Now you have the Punk Pro title back on, around your waist there. What's the new battle plan? Because True. John has just ramped up the, you know, the violence factor pretty much every match he's had in... in in Punk Pro, up you know, up, especially up until the last match he had, where he basically bashed Aaron Epic's you know skull into the mat. So, um, yeah, I'd be very interested to see what Trip would come up with for a you know for a match against someone with this much violence coming into it because John you, Davis is like freaking juggernaut. So. Do you take him out of the ring? Does it 
would that I don't would that know. Would that would trip? that help at all? I don't know. I think you got to stick and move, don't you? Don't you have to almost treat this like Ali Foreman? I mean, you got to. I'm saying. I almost I, question I if you have like, to rope a dope a bit just to try to tire him out, if that's possible. Oh, I I feel like Trip would be tired first. I don't know. He John brought a lot of ferociousness to the last show. True. And he kept it up the whole card. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like he's hungry. Trip is wearing the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't well, know. It'll be, it'll be very interesting on the last, uh, This is, and this is the last show for 2018 for Punk Pro. This is true. Uh, so, we will have to wait till 2019 to really see the conclusion of that, sadly. Oh, man. There's um, so much drunkenness in between those two well, points. Yeah. yeah, we got lots of ho- drunken holidays coming Ooh, man. up. man. So, but uh, for those of you that are in the Florida area, you should be at Punk Pro, uh, a grave affair that is this coming Sunday. Bell time, I believe, is at 6 o'clock at the Gulf View Event Center in uh, lovely, scenic uh, Newport Ritchie, Florida. <laughs> uh, it's in a mall. If for those of you that listen it's to the, air conditioned. For those of you that listen to the uh, to the Megapod, that was uh, that was Leva Bates' big thing. Yeah. We're in a mall. We're in a mall. Yes, Leva, we are. Um, uh, it has one of my favorite things that every wrestling show should have. The Starbucks. Alcohol. Oh well. no, no. The Starbucks is for Zach and Luna. I'm all about a full liquor bar. No, there you like go. don't and give me the whole can of Red Bull. <laughs> don't mess around with my Red Bull. So, yeah, because I'm a, I mean, ooh, but that pumpkin spice latte, though. Yeah. Yeah, the Starbucks might also not suck. (laughs) So. Uh, Other than that, my love, do you have any shit you want to get in? Anything that's uh... stuff I need to get in? Uh, I don't know. I got some roller derby stuff coming up. So we have uh, our last home team bout of the year. It's called our Epic Stash Bash. It is going to be on November 2nd, I believe. And coming up very soon. Coming up very soon. At the Wrecking Hall in uh, Tampa, Florida on Bush Bush Boulevard, not too far away from Bush Gardens. That is also true. It is going to be super fun. It is a um, family event, so you can bring the kiddos. Uh, Also, no, there is beer. So, so you can get drunk too. So in case you need, it's the appropriate hour. I'm telling you, no matter what time a derby event starts, it is the appropriate hour for beer. So drink one. Your kids will be funnier. Uh, derby will look super awesome yeah. all the time. Uh, it's going to be a really great match between two of our home teams for number one. Uh, bragging rights for the rest of the year. Uh, it's great. It's, it's a great tournament. So everyone should go. It's super fun. On November 10th is two, that's right, two juniors games. There's one at the wonderful hour of 10 a.m. at the Wrecking Hall. And there's one at the wonderful hour of 6 p.m. So if you're not quite a morning person, yeah, cool. Don't worry. The A the A team juniors play at 6, uh, 6 p.m. And the B team juniors play at 10 a.m. in the morning. So whatever works for you. Yeah, right. Uh, we have, we have a lot of team teammates coming down who are going to make a Bush Gardens day of it. So they're going to watch Derby at 10 a.m., go to Bush Gardens and then come back and then watch a 6 p.m. Derby game. There so very cool. Um, unfortunately our, our tiny tot will not be skating. 
She is one of two skaters who are not eligible nice. to skate in either of these. Um, unfortunately, because Cheyenne is at the beginning age group, she cannot be on a travel team. So she is quite annoyed by it. I have never seen Shinamite be a little bit more gangster than she was when she was like, what you mean I can't skate? <laughs> like she put a lot of bass in her voice. It was pretty impressive. Which is funny because there's not usually a lot of bass to be had in her voice. Anyway. <laughs> no bass. No bass. Uh, yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. So, uh, but yes, I think that's my stuff to get go. in. So, uh, Fullygimmick.com, as always. Bunch of Halloween merchandise up there that is very cool. Yes. Uh, they're also looking, by the way, if you have a video game team... Uh, they can make gaming jerseys, uh, so if you are interested in doing something like that, get a hold of them. Fully oh, wow. gimmicked, uh, fully gimmicked at gmail dot com. Uh, plus a bunch of whole new merch coming out. Plus, I'm sure they'll have stuff at uh, Punk Pro Wrestling because it is fully gimmicked presents Punk Pro Wrestling. Very cool. Uh, so come out for that. Uh, PhilSingerGames dot com as always. Go awesome. see them. Um, go visit some of our uh, other friends. Wrestling Cheers. Sure. Um, kick out at two. Uh, plus, we just actually, I think, are setting up a crossover episode uh, with a uh, podcast that we've become buddies with called Road Home from Wrestling, okay. uh, which are um, these guys will go to independent shows and then talk about the show on their way home from the wrestling show. Nice. Uh, which is kind of a cool uh, a cool setup. So that we'll is talk to them cool. pretty soon about that. Uh, other than that, everybody, I don't think I have anything left. Um, oh my goodness. So, uh, until next time, everybody, I am, as always, Coculus Maximus. I'm Booby Fett. And until next time, everybody, we always say... Deuces! Greetings, everybody. Chad Allen here from the IndieCast. Uh, well, I guess, obviously, they're listening to the show. Uh, here to talk to you about Phil Singer Games. Uh, I know you've probably heard us talk about it uh, before, if you're a listener of the episode. But if you're not, Phil Singer Games for over 30 years has been the top wrestling card and dice role-playing style game that's on the market right now. An absolute blast to play uh, if you play the Champions of the Galaxy version, where you can pretend to be one of the many stars from the future and battle them out, to Legends of uh, Today from here on Earth with guys like Andre the Giant and the Road Warriors, or to the most recent independent up-and-comers, you can play any single one of them, or you can even play them against each other. It gives you the chance to have those dream matches you never thought you wanted to see until right this moment. And you can find out all about it on philsingergames.com. There are hundreds of wrestlers to choose from. Tell them the IndyCast sent you. Go to philsingergames.com. Just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty ass Meryl Street. We Into are we're touching wieners. Touching wieners indeed. professionally. What I am is a big queer stone cold Steve Austin. So hey Zach Romero. I bet you didn't know this. This is supposed to be a rest.